0: Welcome to Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson, the podcast where we head down the road of the supernatural and beyond. So sit back and hold on as we take a ride together to what lies in the unknown and Beyond the Veil. Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson presents guest host, hypnotherapist, Leslie Mitchell-Clark. Leslie is a Toronto-based certified clinical hypnotherapist who specializes in a number of modalities, including working with individuals who feel that they have had experiences with extraterrestrial being. Most of this fascinating work, as well as metaphysical therapies such as past life and interlife regression, takes place in Leslie's Toronto Hypnosis Clinic, Lightwork Hypnosis. Her book, Intersections, is available on Amazon. And now your host, Daniel Jackson, with part two of Hypnotherapy, Extraterrestrials, Past Life and Interlife Regression.
1: But I did not become aware that I was a medium until right before I was 50 years old.
0: Well,
2: there you go. And, yeah. and I'm sure, you know, I I may not have had mm-hmm. a lot of people becoming mediums and practitioners like yourself, but what yeah. I do here is an incredible increase in PSI abilities. Yeah. Psychic abilities. And, um, and it kind of fits in a way, you know, m- most I'm also going to throw it out there. I don't really believe that there are, that experiencers have had, that there is any such thing as somebody with an isolated experience.
1: Too many people in this world to have it. not have the, some of the same things happen.
2: Yeah. Too many people, Mm -hmm. and and uh, and so when I have a chance to get in there, like say somebody contacts me and they have a partial memory of being, you know, five and being levitated out of their bed and walking on the cold, wet lawn. You know, when 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 I get in there, invariably we find that that individual has been an experiencer, usually since the age of three. That's about the earliest that I have or maybe that's only because that's mm. about as, that's when beings can, can uh, converse verbally. Now, it may be that there has even been tinkering in the womb beyond that. I am not sure. But what I can tell you is, is that experiencers in general, if they've had one experience, it has been something that has been going on at least intermittently since their early life, early sure. and, uh, life on this planet.
1: In in that same way, uh, like that movie the *Close Encounters of the Third Kind*, where mm-hmm. they all had the same experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all going through that. They they got this memory in their head where they need to go and how they mm-hmm. need to get there, and mm-hmm. they all experience the same thing all at the same time. There's too many, even though it's it's an individual, different person, but still, the ETs that are going to do this. You know, maybe they themselves are just keeping records of you for every time that they bring you back and they want to try something new with you. And but you're still having the same type of experience. I mean, you know, in the medical profession here, we keep records on people. Uh, sure. why wouldn't they do the same thing especially if it's going to be one particular subject or many subjects they're going to bring, bring bring back multiple times they would have to know okay well we tried this let's move on to this but the person who's having the experience still sees it as the same experience over and over and over again In, indeed yeah. indeed yeah, and we're again, just being worked on you know
2: indeed and again <clears throat> we're dealing with many different et civilizations
1: yeah
2: and the i'm i want your listeners to really take this into their hearts, the vast majority of experiences with extraterrestrial beings, whether they are very humanoid like ourselves, which is right. a common experience or or, or have other differences, the vast majority are benign experiences. Yeah. The vast so the way it shook out, I don't know if anyone. Well, Kathy Martin told me the way it shook out in the big MUFON research program, and the results. I also participated in the free experiencers version of the same thing, which is the Dr. Edgar Mitchell's, the late Dr. Edgar Mitchell's, uh, foundation free experiencers. So what they found out that was was that out of all the individuals that were, that gave their reports and had regressions and blah, blah, blah. Um, 10% had what I would have to call like euphoric spiritual experiences sure. where they really traveled to high dimensions and were dealing with some very evolved, you know, divine loving beings of some sort. So that's 10%.
1: Yeah,
2: And another 10% had what we would call uh you know traumatic experiences where uh various physical things maybe happened to them or they were terrified or 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 what have you so and then there's that you know and then there's that huge chunk of 80 percent in the middle which were benign like Hello, how are you doing? Right. Nice to, you meet doing? You. to meet you. Would you mind yeah. dropping me off here? You know, uh, and, and could you regret, give, give, give me five years back. I need a little work done on the Yeah, thing. sure. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> sure,
1: absolutely. <laughs> but
2: that's Lord. what we're talking about. So if you are an experiencer, and even if you are having memories or parts of memories that seem to be disturbing, um, it is really of value to explore that further, because most of the time, uh, we can, you know, bring back the whole experience without trauma, as that's another thing, you don't have to relive the trauma to see the memory, right? Right. That's a myth, we don't do, we haven't done that since Freud, so that's gone. But uh, if you can see the experience, then you can put it into perspective. And i believe that mo- as i said earlier most of us are here by intention yes. to assist in if you wish to call it a a upgrade of consciousness, which also means changes, just, you know, yeah, things well, like moving away from fossil fuels.
1: Sure. We're, we're here to prisons. learn
2: lessons. I mean, we, we we have a lot of stuff that will be just mechanical, but it will help provide an upgrade of consciousness. That's, yeah, this is that's a, what's happening.
1: This, we're here to learn lessons and fulfill a purpose. And, and this is a learning uh, planet. Uh, people don't mm-hmm. realize that. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're here to learn some lessons. And and we're choosing the body that we're going to come into because we know the lessons that we learned the previous time did not go as well as planned, and we had to come back again and try it all over again. You're basically punching your dance card, and you got to get it right enough times where you can you don't have to return again. But or uh, we chose.
2: Yeah, that's, I mean that's yeah, really what we're yeah, seeing,
1: because, you know. But it's hard for us to understand that. I know it's we're hard. In, we're in this meat suit, you know. We yeah, we're in the meat that. suit. We're not aware of it. <laughs> Yeah, we're in this meat suit, so we are yeah, the we're, bad meat suit.
2: I'm telling you. Yeah, we're
1: we're learning this uh, this human experience. But the, do you think a lot of the trauma that people are uh, part of that ten percent? Do you think it's trauma just because of their perception of what they think trauma is, or in
2: in part? But again, it depends on their age and what was happening at the specific time. Now sure. i go- We're going to go back in time a little bit here to. The early, uh, just the end of World War II and the Roswell crash.
0: Sure.
2: that is really the beginning of our modern era of ufology. That's where, yeah. that's where, that's that's ground zero. Now, as I understand, uh, from many individuals that I've spoken with and interviewed and such, is is first of all there were three crashes. There wasn't one. There were three. There were survivors. Uh, all of them died except one. But at that critical pivotal uh, point in the development of the modern era of the nuclear age, uh, there was a deal made that is is called the Truman Agreement. It later segued into what we call the Eisenhower Agreement. But in the Truman Agreement, um, they were offered, the, or, or what was then essentially just the United States government was offered some advanced technology that they could handle by the Zeta reticulite grays, the same beings, by the way, that abducted Betty and Barney Hill, the Zeta reticulite grays, they could no longer procreate big problem. So they uh, presented a deal to um, uh, president Truman and said, well, you know, we're going to give you all this stuff. uh, And um, you know, um, um, fiber optics uh integrated circuits uh velcro you know all of this stuff
1: all this cool it, stuff but cool there's stuff, a catch to it
2: there is a catch and in exchange we want to be allowed to take to harvest dna material from a very small amount of human beings okay now here's where we get into a weird area this this um um what shall i call this um um Fertility program, if you will, conducted by the Zeta Reticulites from the end of World War II on was extremely wide range. And this is where we have really the most horrible stuff that we hear about, the painful taking of ova, uh, uh, men being, you know, uh, sperm being taken, uh, experiencers being shown, you know, hybrid children. It's, it's, It's absolutely mind bending. So these types of experiences, this whole deal timed out, and believe it or not, the zeta reticulites honored their deal. And so we really only find people of a certain age who were at a point of maturity at the end of World War II, where they were subjected to these types of experiences. Sure. Sure. So thank God, you know, a lot of that has timed out. So I really have very few clients who have ever come to me with that old that old memory and and also I will say that some of those memories some of those experiences a lot of them were randomized I don't think they were necessarily following the greys were necessarily following uh lines of psychic ability or, right. or, or or anything like that I think it was far more uh widespread than we can ke- imagine but it came to an end
1: yeah and, I think just a lot of the psychic ability stuff uh, was happening because I think because those being themselves, beings themselves, that's how they communicate it. And because we exactly. are we are psychic uh, we, everyone is has these psychic abilities. We just don't realize it because being here uh, as a soul who comes here and comes into this body, you have it as a soul, but now you're part of this. Again, you're part of this meat suit, mm-hmm, which kind of mm-hmm. which kind of filters a lot of that out. But we don't realize how much we actually do have no idea uh, especially if, i mean in the very uh very young ages children do have it they see things and hear things that the, that the not everybody does because again they're just brand new back into the world again and it hasn't been washed away from them yet but some of us do retain this and uh and mm-hmm. we we have these things we're able to i mean hey you know if if, if they were coming here you know a long time ago just to get sperm from men. I mean, geez, they should have came to me when I was a kid. You know, I was giving that shit away for free. But uh, Well, you but, know, I think uh, they, you know.
2: yeah, they, uh, they just, uh, they didn't discriminate. Yeah, they, didn't they were discriminate. very uh, they just active
1: just in their program. Yeah.
2: So those are, there are hybrids. those... There are there are absolutely hybrids, and I think some some of them are 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 so uh, are so humanoid looking that yes. they can even blend in. But on the other hand, some of them have to still live aboard a craft. It, it was an right. uneven uh, thing, but I I it can tell you from what I hear life. that I don't I believe that we are. Completely integrated with uh, Pleiadians and Lyrians, yeah, I mean, the, the beings so that really are our forebears, but that there are there are gene cousins. Yeah, they, we,
1: people here, you know, they they what we do uh, here all the time is crossbreed. We crossbreed. What's, mm-hmm. I I marry someone who's Asian. We have children. Mm-hmm. They look a little bit Asian, a little bit like me. You know, we're doing yeah. the same exact thing as they are. They're just doing it on a much higher level because of the instance that they are in that they can no longer reproduce themselves. So now they got to figure out another way of getting around that. You know.
2: Well, that bump that's the what road. they did. That yeah. was, and and then, but I but I will say that I think the most horrifying things that I have ever heard about, and I hesitate to even discuss them, but the most horrifying things that I have ever heard about uh were the result of our own um things going on within our own secret space program
1: oh absolutely yeah. our because own
2: black we, ops operation and, we are and,
1: um, we are sometimes horrible people as well we, oh we're horrible. god we're, we're still doing these things you know we you, you know when you when i think it was a couple of months ago they had some truck that overturned uh down a highway and all of a sudden it released all these monkeys and they were like why are there monkeys because they're test monkeys we're still testing on animals Can you believe so we we can find some you know shampoo that works on my bald head we are
2: capable of incredible cruelty yeah
1: Uh, i'm not
2: saying everyone but there's a certain strata of sociopathic humanoid life that is capable of, of of almost anything and we have a tremendous problem with greed
1: Yes. You oh, know, absolutely. Greed, greed, and power.
2: Yeah. greed and power are yeah. intoxicating for us in the same way that they were intoxicating for the young Nazis. Yes, Amunaki. and that's, so, and you
1: that's, you that's why I, I get that they they have run these black ops these these oh, programs. Mercy. Everybody's the got to The things a I've heard, oh. my
2: God! And they start you know they start involving these cadets when they're when they're young children, and um, you know, kind of an interesting thing is many of the individuals that I have worked with over the years who have been involved in the speak, secret space program are, are often from military families, 20, and, back. Uh, 20 and, back. and they And they often have had those military families stationed along uh, the dew line, which I just read is being <laughs> reactivated <laughs> given the Russian bad behavior. But the United States and Canada have a number of high powered, I am going to assume, nuclear bases that are actually in Canada, but are designed to be able to uh, deal with the Russian threat. They were it's a Cold War. It was a Cold War thing.
1: Yeah, I well, I live in a place. uh, I live in Southern Arizona. Oh, and uh, yes, I'm, you know, and what what's right next to me here in Southern Arizona, I live in a place called Sierra Vista. And what's right next to in Sierra Vista?
2: Oh, Um, the big nuclear white sands right no
1: the uh the the army base uh fort Wachuca. the the, oh, the yeah. largest intelligence mm-hmm. base in the united states
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah i'm I, not surprised you probably have you know there's probably a lot of activity going on out there we
1: see a lot you know of i would imagine
2: and and arizona itself now i've got it i've got to ask you about arizona now as a Mm -hmm. singer i worked there all the time i used to work in flagstaff and here and there and all these hotels and such and i at that time in my life i was completely unaware
0: of of, um, um, um,
2: spirituality and what's going on now are there is it your is it your feeling that there are either natural portals or unnatural portals, or is the, the, the this amazing area in, in Arizona, is it, um, is it a distortion of space-time? Um, or you, have you had any thoughts about that? Because yeah, yeah, something's well, going we, on that's like ridiculous. Yes,
1: we see things, we live right next to a mountain. I mean, you go outside my door, there's a mountain uh, that's two and a half miles high and my wife and I look up there all the time and we have seen things coming cr- across mm. from behind the mountain, lights in the sky. When well, we, we were out watching uh, some fireworks and uh, there was a gentleman there who was interested in it as well. And he wasn't even watching the fireworks. He was taking video towards our mountain. And my wife was pointing mm. things out for him. Look at this thing here, moving there. And we know that's not a drone and we know this and this. Mm. Yeah. we. There are things going on here all the time Absolutely. Uh, and we see them all the time and uh, we are aware of it, but we're aware the, the energy is a different type of energy mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're actually out here because of, uh, I'm also able to do uh, channeling as well. And uh, mm-hmm. I channeled with like five different other mediums back East. And the same thing came through every time that they said that we were going to move out here. Mm-hmm. um are the uh, the ones who bring the messages for me are the archangels and they they said that we were going to move out actually new mexico first but then about a year ago we got a message that we were coming out to arizona so uh, <clears throat> so i asked them where in arizona are we going to move to and they said you'll know and i said okay i woke up the next day i asked my wife give me a map of arizona and then she put it down in front of me and i said okay Now I'm going to say where we're going to move. I closed my eyes. I put my finger up and I started pointing places and I kept getting no, 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 no. Yes. I was like Sierra Vista. That's where we're going. And they told us to come here. And, uh, yeah, it was crazy like that. Yeah. Like I was saying, we, uh, we, uh, we put that map down and I just pointed out a place and then boom. So we, uh, we got out, we came out here and, uh, Things have been falling into place ever since we've been here, so I, I know they're I know they're happening for the, the reason they're happening. But yeah, this is a uh, we have a we have a blimp that goes up in the air that flies around, and they say. They say it's a weather balloon, but we know it's actually uh, taking pictures. And we're right mm-hmm. next to the border. I mean, we I've actually, mm-hmm. we've been to Mexico a couple of times. I mean, it's only twelve mm-hmm. miles away, so yeah, yeah, so we're, we're really close. And it's not as bad as they make it out to be. We're just oh you know, god, you, know, you don't want to be there because you know everybody's coming up to you asking you for a dollar all the time. But uh, but uh, yeah, we go there and get medications because my I'm mm-hmm. diabetic, and some of my mm-hmm. medications here are like five hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. I go down there and they're like $25. So it's awesome. Yeah,
2: yeah, I know. Well, I've spent a lot of time in Mexico. I worked as a singer in San Miguel de Allende, Vallarta. You know, I, I, I love, uh, yo me gusto Mexico. Yo hablo español perfectamente. So, you know, I loved, I love there. You know, the, <laughs> I could, but the, you know, the, it, like any, like any situation where not you've had questions. colonial uh colonial yeah. uh, uh you know uh murder and suppression and destruction yeah, of absolutely. the indigenous yeah. peoples and i mean it's a big that's you know there yeah, you go long, long mexico though, you know? is it's, well it's... but they still have a kind of a history yeah. of political corruption <laughs> that is that is hard oh, to, to put away and then not to mention we got all those sinaloa cowboys you know out there and uh the,
1: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, the Texas uh, you know, border. About a hundred years ago, you know, this place used to be a real melting pot of uh, of uh, mm-hmm. other people coming from other countries to come in this mm-hmm. place, and now we're putting up water border walls around everything, which is kind of insane yeah. and stuff like that. Um, got a, uh, one of these questions I like. Uh, how is it that um, that ET's seem to beam in here? What what do you think they're they're doing? That's I mean is it like star trek are they just going okay scotty mm, and they're beaming them down Mm -hmm. do you you Mm -hmm. think it's in that way i mean because i would have to imagine they have the technology to do that correct
2: i think there are several different things going on i think there is a kind of beaming technology where they're they're able to either you know to speed up or attune their cellular vibration to whatever solid sure surface they're or they're going through, through
1: like a portal like we were saying
2: or or a portal and i and there have even been you know i've had a lot of people to individuals tell me that sometimes the beings are carrying a kind of a stick you know kind of a wand of sorts and sure. they're able to actually open a portal at will and then I have uh, had other uh individuals tell me especially when they're children the childhood memories this is especially a common thing they they are being um floated out sure. through the wall or through the ceiling and it's a question of actually just moving through the matter so again it's it's because nothing is solid everything is an ocean i mean glass is a liquid for christ's sake people don't realize that glass is a liquid a slow moving liquid but a liquid so uh, if if we could adjust the way our cells vibrate we could in theory pass through any kind of substance so i think there's that now i also think that some of what is going on Uh, especially when you get into uh, the experiences that the more mature um, um, uh, experiences are having, when you get into this, I I think we're talking about many times either by location or if you wish to call it astral projection or even holographic images. I think that all of these things are used in communication because really speed of thought is, the fastest it's instantaneous yeah. it's faster it's super yeah, thoughts It's thoughts the fastest thing there is we have the fastest thing there is for our mind thousands time. and we, billions of little neurological messages all. All. You no know, sure. and we have all this going on so i think that um some of the evolved species or maybe many evolved species say to themselves you know what space travel you know even if we're zipping through portals you know mm. it's a big deal you got to check in you got to change your air you know or whatever sure. their whatever their deal is so so images are projected that are holographic images that are so realistic that it's unless the 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 ets explains what they're doing right. the experiencer wouldn't necessarily know right yeah and i i have one um one experiencer I work with, oh, he's a fascinating guy. He, he was in, he's a survivor of the secret space program. And, and uh, in his different uh, places where he was stationed, he became friends with a uh, kind of an evolved being who was an insectoid. Uh, this is a hard thing to get one's head around, but being there are loving, sophisticated, evolved insectoid beings. In our neighborhood. So anyway, this, this, this being, uh, and his name is um, Kern. That's what he's called. That's what he says his name is. And he would sometimes appear in person, but more commonly, he would project himself uh, in a very sophisticated holographic form in order to uh, communicate with, you know, the individual that I was working with. And now sometimes in, in trance, uh, this individual can communicate with Kern in real time. And why not?
1: Well, Leslie, I have something to tell you along that same lines. So, um, so I see my spirit guides all the time. I see them during the day. When I'm sitting here talking to you, I see these little things. Um, have you ever seen someone smoking a cigarette and little petals of smoke comes off the cigarette? Mm-hmm. That's what I see during the day in a lighted area. But when I'm in a dark room, I see them full on as they are. Now, in the very beginning, I just saw these lighted beings of a pulsating blue and white light coming up from the floor and just coming through. But now I see them exactly who they are. Uh, And when I say I see them, so uh, most of the ones that I see, I see them standing in a room around me in a circle. Archangels are not like 12 or 13, as they say in that book, that's a bunch of crap, but uh, mm. but uh, I see, I always ask them, how many do I have, they say, all of them, they just say all, and I say, okay, and how many is all, and I'm told there's thousands and thousands of them, and the one, when I'm getting touched on my face, I know the names of them, now these are just names that we use to recognize them by, these are not their actual names, because We as humans have a voice box. We can't pronounce their actual names. You know, it's more Mm -hmm. of a sound Mm -hmm. vibrational type thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, And when I see them, um, uh, like Gabriel, Raphael, Uriel, uh, Azaziel, uh, I have one named Manos. uh, Okay, When I see them, this is going to make perfect sense to you. I see these seven to eight foot prey standing in my room. And that's what they look like. Uh, Mm -hmm. Other ones that I see. some of them look like birds i have one that looks like an owl mm-hmm, that comes mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. the one we call uh archangel michael does not look like a human whatsoever he looks to me he shows me his true self these two eyes are not blue they're brownish reddish and he has a wider head he looks more like a like a uh uh trans uh, like a like a half moose half horse looking thing he has this big mm-hmm. long body with short fur on it but he he's got these big floppy ears and yeah he just looks that's what he but this is what they look like and i tell but i tell people i understand what they are i understand what they do what they do for mm-hmm. me what they do for everyone else they're mm-hmm. trying to help us they're here to help us but that's mm-hmm. what they look like It's just to people you know they look like you know if, if you have a seven foot you know man, is bug-looking thing in your room, you think it's going to think it's a monster. They're not monsters. It's just this is what they look like, where they come from. These are just the ones that I see are just beings who no longer need a body anymore. They've evolved to no longer being. This is what angels are, but they're just, these are just beings. Are they uh, uh, aliens? I would call them aliens, but why are they aliens? Because they're just alien to us. They don't look like us, but some of them look human, but most of them are not they're not human they, they're humanoid but they're mm-hmm. not always human but i do see some who look human uh but they're not always exactly human like us i have one mm-hmm. her name is helen and she is human and she, because she was a uh, she was living here on the face of this earth back in uh, egyptian times. she was an egyptian princess but now she's this that's all but most of the other ones they look like they're aliens and i just i, I i've seen some that look like So, Mm -hmm. but I understand what they are not everybody does and, uh, and and I think, because of uh, the the, all the presidents and all the, the uh, controllers of this world have taken the uh, taken that away from us and, and they want to keep it away from us again because like we were saying you know it's all about control and power and greed. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. uh, it's an unfortunate thing we could move so much further in this world together, helping each other but we don't because because of all that crap, because of everything that's been taken away from us, you know, back back when uh, when when Roswell happened, you know, they said, oh, there was flying saucers, and then the government said, yeah, there was flying saucers, and then all of a sudden they said, no, there's no flying saucers, no, no. Right. they want to keep it secret, right. you know? Yeah, it's, it's a shame. Yeah, yeah. A,
2: well, it's a control you know. issue, and and yeah. a, and a huge uh, underestimation of of what uh, humanity can accept and will accept. And now even, even the Pope, bless his heart, has come out and said, please understand that the discovery of other life forms this is nothing to be feared this is part of creation it doesn't mean you're not christian it doesn't mean it it just means right. there are varieties of creativity and god's creativity or if you don't want to even use that word but the but the creative force of the universe is everywhere and yeah you know it it, it may it may interest you daniel you know a lot of um if I get a chance with the experiences I work with, I, I, I try to uh, schedule what we call an interlife regression.
0: Sure. And
2: that's a little bit different than a past life regression in the sense that we're, we're only interested in a past life. We go to the most recent one and then we get right out of it. And then we go to that uh, zone, if you will, <laughs> uh, heaven, spiritual, whatever you wish sure. to call it, where we go when we release it's our bodies. Place and um another place and of course you know the great michael newton was really the guy who discovered and, and uh, uh gave us a roadmap of how to negotiate the interlife but what it's about is how and why we make our plan right. to come into this physical life and it is a universe of free will which is why you know um i think a great thing would be accomplished if people could just release their parents from blame of any sort and take responsibility for the fact that they chose their parents for some reason right. now it well, could be a, it could be a dna reason i mean your yeah, co- your father could be like a sperm donor you we, know we but were
1: being here people we uh, Again, because the uh, people who control everything, you know, they they have taught us to blame everyone for everything in this world because they don't want them. They don't want them to. Uh, people mm-hmm. don't want to take responsibility for themselves and actually what's going on here. So they want to blame everything because they have to have a reason for everything. Well, maybe there's a, just a different reason for it, and you're just not meant to know it at that moment because you know because you're too focused on trying to blame someone to to put punishment on them because we've been taught Mm -hmm. punishment, you know, but uh, we need to learn to let that go and and just go. Oh, yeah. When I'm riding down the road on my motorcycle and I and I see, okay, I I want to take this right hand turn here and they touch me on my face and they say no. I go, okay. do you want me to take the next right hand turn? And I get a yes. Whatever was supposed to happen at the other one, i don't give a crap i just know that they're looking out for my best interest so i just mm-hmm, follow that mm-hmm. i don't i don't want to sit there and go why didn't you want me to go there what's the problem I, I don't try to have an argument with them or try to blame them for something that was oh maybe something really cool is going. no that they're, they're just looking out for our best interest we need to learn we need to just try to do that instead of trying to blame everything on on someone oh, yeah you know
2: negative emotions yeah. blame guilt Greed, fear, these are going to truncate development. Yeah. And it is a universe of free will. We decide what family yeah. or if we're even going to come in. We decide yeah. be, and we pick our parents for a wide variety of reasons that aren't always obvious right, when we're in the physical lifetime. Right. But you know, this is you said it earlier, this is the cruel cool school, this is the grand experiment. I uh, and I do believe that Earth are our watery blue planet is unique in the sense that we have such a diverse uh, uh, presentation of intelligent life. I mean, we have evolved beings. I mean, we've got the Dalai Lama and Martin Luther King or whatever you want to put on that end. And we've got on the other end, we, I mean, we've got, Ted Bundy and Hitler. And I mean, we have this incredibly huge scope of of development. And I think that in our, at least in our corner of the universe, that is a very unusual thing where people can come to this place and learn hard lessons.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like you said, with Ted Bundy or Hitler, I mean, if people actually knew what was it really going on in this country as far as like, we're talking about the black ops and stuff like that about the types of things that those people do, you know, uh, compared to what, uh, what, uh, what Hitler was doing. It's pretty much the same thing, they, but, but, uh, this is uh, go- governmental run or a lot of it is now being, uh, uh, private, uh, private corporations that are doing a lot of this stuff now. Oh, because, it's
2: really private. Oh, it's all privatized now, baby. Yeah, but, because, you know, because
1: they don't have to report to anybody. No, you know? they, yeah, they, they, don't. Have,
2: they don't even have to have regular employees. Everybody's at home in front of their computer doing data yeah. entry. I mean, it's, it's, but you know, this is, this is, these are challenges that I really believe right. every sophisticated humanoid race has had to overcome and yes. we've had a few chances we've had a few resets yes and we gotta yeah. get this shit right this time baby we that's do it you gotta
1: get it right you
2: have to and uh and one of the things that i've and this and you're a huge part of this and the other people who are broadcasting in this way um awareness enlightenment this is a grassroots movement i believe that the sophisticated beings have given up On sources of government yeah uh, as as being you know ridiculous and not I think I think really. um, It is about awareness and more and more people are becoming aware every day and even you know just look at the programming on even mainstream television now, i'm an old fart so i remember when there were three channels even in new york city yeah but yeah, we have a countless array of metaphysically oriented paranormally oriented programming to watch and yes. this would never have been true even 10 years ago so things are changing and they're yeah. changing for the better and i want everyone out there to have hope and be kind and love each other and yes, extol absolutely. the virtues that that really are us yeah this uh, other stuff is imposed
1: when when you're when you're having these uh these et experiences uh, don't take the don't just take it as it's going oh this is going to be something horrible or this is some monster it's coming coming to get me type of thing but but again we've been programmed to as for that as well i mean there's eventually I know there's going to be some type of false flag event that they're going to try to put out there and say oh there's an oh,
2: they'll try I don't oh, think it's going to work no going though to I, I think I, I think they'll I think they'll try but you know it's 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 not going to it's not going to fool a hip republic no, and, no. And, and that's and that's what's happening and the credibility of all government you know is like in the toilet, I
1: think. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You yeah, know, no I mean, please. No one's believing anything. They're, dead. They're, they're trying to pass all kinds of crazy laws and stuff like oh, that. Oh, my God, going, going up backwards.
2: Up going backwards in yeah. time. God yeah. help us. Well, anyway, Daniel, I, I, I'm afraid I have to run pretty soon here, but oh, I want to... Okay. I want to thank you so much for having me on your wonderful program. It's been a joy to speak with you, and thank you to your lovely wife for getting everything
1: yeah, I've, together. Yeah, I've been trying to get somebody. I've been trying uh, trying to get some uh, MUFON people on there. Man, you people are so hard to get a hold of. I don't know what the deal is with that. I know but uh, I
2: know it's like the Secret Service. Yeah, i a um, of them that
1: are on YouTube. I've been messaging them, trying to get a hold of them, and then they just who are you kind trying to reach? Here.
2: Can you tell me um, who you're trying? No? Um,
1: no, I can't remember his name. Not Jan <laughs>
2: Harding because he's in disgrace. He's gone. Uh, so no, um, I forget
1: his name. I, I I contacted this one guy, and he said, "Oh, I'll get a hold of you." And he was getting, he got a hold of me right before I was getting ready to move from Delaware out to here. But then mm. I I've been trying to get a hold. I went back to look for his videos, and they're gone. They're just gone. Um, Mm. I forget his name. A black gentleman. Well, if you remember, just text me
2: because I know all those guys, and and if I can put in a word and see what's going on, I, I, yeah, I'd like to get anybody
1: because I just want I want that because this is the type of information that I really want to bring to people because I know people really Mm. are interested in it, and they want to know what's really going on instead of trying to just Mm -hmm. run out there and and ambush the uh, people over there, or fifty one, but they want some. They want some real answers from people. It's people just want the real that. answers. Yeah, enjoyed having you on the show. This was great. I Thank mean, you. Uh, yeah, I, I absolutely. Well, like I said, you know, I see what I see all the time, so I know that they are real, and I, I, I'm, I'm, I know um, they are wanting to make contact with us i know they do make contact with us but the people it's like anything else else in this world you're not going to experience it until you experience it for yourself you don't you don't know what real pain is like in, unless you're going through pain yourself and sometimes people,
2: yes yeah, yeah people
1: people need some uh some real uh real proof and they um i know they're i know they're dying for just you know somebody to land a ship again but again the controllers in this world you know we have to are going to try to prevent that as much as we as they can, you know, so they don't, you know, so they don't lose their control and power over us. But I do pray and hope that people will stand up someday and say, you know what, we're tired of this crap. We want the truth and uh because they only they actually work for us you know we can go in there one day and say hey you're, not, you're all fired you know you gotta get out of here, yeah that's right they're not our leaders you know they're supposed no. to work for us but because take we had your a,
2: velcro and get the hell out <laughs> yeah we had a holiday
1: not too long ago called the fourth of july where we where we got away from a country that was a tyrannical government and we came here to start our own tyrannical government so uh yeah but uh Unfortunately, we were. We would have been better
2: off staying with the UK, like yeah,
1: I hate to I hate to
2: tell you, but I think it would have been better. But anyway, that's another program. So
1: uh, before you go, (laughs) uh, yeah, no kidding. Uh, can you uh, tell my audience where it is they can find you where can they find your book oh
2: wonderful um to reach me mm-hmm. at any time you can always reach me by email at leslie l-e-s-l-e-y at lightworkhypnosis.com that's all one word all lowercase and uh for my most recent book which is called intersections uh you can get that on amazon.com amazon.ca wherever you
1: Amazon, and
0: it
1: will be yeah, sent right my wife to check you. That out. My wife's a reader. Cool. Me, not so much, but I'll have her. Check that out <laughs> yeah, because every time we have a guest on, I say, "Oh, you should read this book." She goes, "Oh, okay," and she does. But uh yeah. righty cool Well, thank you for thank coming you. on the show today. Thank you for being uh on our show. It was a great show. It was, it was nice to talk to you. And thank you, and Daniel. I want to sit here you. across from a good-looking woman and talk to her. So that's okay. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, I'm okay, with it. I'm sure your husband is happy you. about it too. But uh, and thank oh. our audience. For, uh, yeah, thank you, my audience, for coming out here and being a part of our show. And thank you for hanging out on Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson and me. And as I always tell everybody, have a great day, be good, and don't do any stupid shit. Goodbye, everyone.
0: <laughs> thank you, Daniel. Bye now. <laughs> This was Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson with Leslie Mitchell-Clark in Part 2 of Hypnotherapy, Extraterrestrials, Past Life, and Interlife Regression. For more information about Leslie, visit her at lightworkhypnosis.com. Thanks for watching and we'll see you next time on Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson.